The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rock. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers who are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that I'll warn you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you joined us this morning, and if you would like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you'd like to watch the video portion of the radio show, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Scroll down on the right side of the page. You'll see us the second video down. Just click on that and blow it up. That's right. You can see the face. It's made for radio. Then click on the, um, the platform icon there and join us in the chat. Lots of friends in there this morning. Good morning to all you guys. And I don't have my butt, you know, I don't have my buttons here to send out all my notifications for DLive and all the other places, uh, Twitch and su- such. Uh, but <clears throat> I'm just going to let you know we are streaming on DLive at The Sons of Liberty, DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. We're also on BeforeIt'sNews.com right at the top of the page. 
Twitch at Setting Brush Fires, and also on Roku at Cutting Edge TV. And then our flagship, if you will, is going to be Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. That's where you need to go on Rumble if you want to catch the live version of that, uh, of the show there on, on Rumble. But uh, you can always pick us up on SonsLibertyMedia.com, right side of the page. Right above that's where Bradley's show is from yesterday. Uh, if you missed that, you can catch that up until 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central today, and then it'll be, he'll be live there in that area. Our you know box for signing up for our email newsletter. Again, the censorship is incredible. Um, years ago, I had a friend. <clears throat> she said, you know, we're being shadow banned and censored on Twitter, and I didn't fully understand all of what she was talking about. Now, they had all kinds of paid trolls going after them, literally. Um and issuing threats and all this, and Twitter did nothing to them, but uh, they went after them. This was years ago. This is before it started going really mainstream. And I said, I don't understand exactly what's going on there, and boy, I was really wary about the feds getting involved with that. Now I understand a little more as to what's going on there as far as their platforms and the law, how they're usurping the law in order to say they can just ban whoever they want, they can stop whatever speech they want to stop, and this, that, and the other. And, you know, these are companies uh, that have received your money illegally, unconstitutionally. Google received about $15 million from a CIA front group called InQtel, which funds a lot of big tech companies. Let me change that. They fund a lot of new tech companies on a variety of things, cameras, um, you know, you name it. If it's something electronic, if it's got tech in it, they get behind that. They use your money unconstitutionally, give it to these companies in hopes that whatever, if if they're investing in it, if they're investing your money unconstitutionally, I don't even know why I'm using the word investing, but that's the way they look at it. Taking your money, stealing it from you and giving it to them. And they're in hopes that they're going to either be able to control that company or to get their, get whatever they're, they're developing. <clears throat> now, Google is definitely one of those companies. The guy who used to run InQtel uh, also left there, and I don't know if it was 12 or 15 million, something like that, he put into Facebook. And some people say, well, that's removed from that. You know the old saying, once CIA, always CIA. And I, I, I get it. You know, I know some guys come out of it and they're out. I, I really do believe my friend Kevin Shipp is not one of those kind of guys, but... The fact of the matter is, this guy got his money doing that, and then he came out and he gave millions of dollars to Facebook to do it. So I don't see any difference from him doing it, you know, under the control of the CIA or any of the other. Anyway, the point is, is that that's what they did. Uh, if you'd like to help us in our uh, with our message, whether it is on the internet, radio, or out in among the people, the there's a button at the top of SonsLibertyMedia.com. Now we don't ask you for money; we just tell you if you want to help us, that's what you can do. Um, there's a donate button there. You can also make a, uh, or become a partner with us as a son or daughter of Liberty. That link is also at the top of the page. And then our store is available. Lots of products in there, great conversation starters and equipping tools. This week we're highlighting our, you can run toboggans. Now it says winter cap. I'm a Southern boy. It's a toboggan. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a toboggan. <clears throat> and uh, normally these are $10. They will keep your head warm. But in fact, if you're not out in, like, really cold weather, you don't want to have this thing on. I'm just telling you. I wear a skull cap around the house, and it feels great because it's it's a little thin, but it's thick enough to where it keeps your head warm. 
And uh, this thing will light you up. And it's really good on cold winter days. You're going to be outside working. You're going to you know, be running around or doing whatever you're doing outside. You want to get one of these $10 normally. But with the promo code WINTER2021, you can save 25% this week through Saturday night at midnight. So be sure and check that out at our store. I'll have the link also up in the uh, archive later this morning. <clears throat> Real quickly... How many of you guys enjoyed this show yesterday with Bradley? I mean, I could do that every day. I really could. I can tee something up, throw it out there, and let Bradley hit it. I, I could just do that all day. Um, I have said from the beginning, since I started to listen to his show, which was, I don't know, 2012, 13, something like that, uh, I had written a, a piece about him, didn't know him, had not met him or anything like that, and it immediately sank into me, this guy can just weave in and out of the news of the day with the Word of God and speak to it, and I found that to be so edifying, because I think that's what people need to see. They need to see that the Bible is relevant all by itself. You know, you get to elevation churches, you get to all these seeker-friendly churches, whatever that is, because the Bible says there's none that seek after God, Romans 3.11. So one of the things is is that is is coming in and out of the word of God. It is relevant. It's very relevant to what's going on in the society. And uh and I want people to know that. I don't have to dress it up. I don't have to be like a I remember when we were doing a church plant. I don't have to be a guy that says I got to have a certain kind of t-shirt, name brand t-shirt or but belt buckle or shoes or pants. I mean, I'm in here literally in my pajama bottoms and a t-shirt and this hat, which Bradley said he's going to replace because it looks rickety and rackety and old. (laughs) So that this is where people go. They want people to look at them rather than hear what the message is that comes. So when we take things like what we're going to talk about today, I like to take and give the real world thing of what's going on so that people see it and then drive it back to what scripture says. So, for instance, let's just let's just start with this one. Now, this is from this is from my Facebook. I got this yesterday. You guys remember when we had Andy Gonzalez on, right? And Andy uh just simply put out a video and said, This is what I encountered at a hospital. Now, if you remember during the interview when we had her on. She was very clear. She said, I can't say whether the hospital she was at, I forget where it was, um, it's in Texas, McKinney, Texas, but she said, I do know they were doing it over at another hospital, okay? I know that for a fact that they were replacing it. She said, but I'm just telling you what the nurses told me. And uh, Alan Duke over there, which, by the way, lead stories is nothing more than a spinoff um, of CNN. Alan Duke was a two-decade veteran of CNN, the least trusted name in news, and we have decades where they didn't just make an error. They didn't just spin a story. They they fabricated story after story after story after story out of whole cloth. They fabricated the whole thing. But here's what we got from Facebook. Post shared by SonsOfLibertyMedia.com is missing context. It's missing context. And this was the immediate one that I put up. Actually, 
No, this what they they are they're pointing this, but they have the image of the show that I did prior to having Andy on. I was kind of playing her video and such such like that, and um, where she was saying that the the nurses and doctors resisting the shot and losing their job there in Texas were being replaced by these FEMA nurses. Just want to show you what's going on here. We're somehow missing the context. <laughs> I can tell you from experience of dealing with lead stories, they don't tell you the truth. They leave out the information that they want to leave out to make you look bad. And here's the great thing about it. People are catching on. I had the guy from NewsGuard contact me the other day. And uh, one of the interesting things that the guy from NewsGuard, you know, he gave me this long thing. And it's accusatory in the questioning. It's not just saying, hey, can you answer why this is this? Can you answer why this is... It's, why are you putting out false information? It's assumed that it's false. Assumed. It's not, but it's assumed that way. Now, if you went back and you read John Gregory's stuff, this is the guy from NewsGuard, what you would find out is this guy was a big Obama supporter right out of Chicago, Illinois. He was pushing Obamacare as though it was constitutional. Well, the Supreme Court said it was constitutional. No, that's not what it said. It said the mandate, the 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 taxing, what they wanted to call a fine, they were now that all lawyers were coming in and saying, no, it's a tax. And that's where John Roberts got his little loophole to go in and say, well, tax is okay because Congress has power to tax. See, I'm going to tell you, that right there demonstrates that the Constitution is not from God. I mean, what I'm saying is it's not God-breathed like the Scriptures are. That's one element that needs to be changed. In fact, when you go back and you read, when God put said that you're going to have a king... He warned the people, one of the, one of the downfalls of having a king would be what? He's going to tax you. He's going to tax you. Now, some people have been taught, oh, well, it's just any old tax is just okay, and it's not any other. No, it is not. No, it is not. The Bible says you shall not steal, right? Well, let me ask you something. When you go buy that new car, or that used car, for that matter, what do you get hit with? You get hit with a tax, don't you, for buying that car. And then in most cases, there may be some places in the United States where this isn't the case, what do you hit with every year for having that car? That's right, you're hit with a property tax. What happens if you don't pay that property tax? Well, you don't get your little sticker, you don't for your license plate. Not that you need those. If you go to the law, you don't even need those, nor a driver's license, unless you're engaged in commerce. Okay? Most of us are not engaged in commerce. We're just driving from one place to another. In fact, in fact I learned something last night. Parking. <laughs> go look up the definition in your state for parking. You got a parking ticket? Go look up the definition of it in your state. What you're going to find is you're at a place where you're unloading something, merchandise and such. That's what parking is. So if you get a parking ticket the next time, maybe you want to go look up your, your local laws in your state and find out what how they define parking. It's engaged in commerce. That's what, that's what it's dealing with. If you're not engaged in commerce, you're not guilty of a parking violation. Just I'm just saying they manipulate the language so that 
They can deceive you. You think one thing. I'm parked here. But what they mean by parked is engaged in commerce. Yeah, we're not doing that. So in any case, I just wanted to show you some of the things here of what Facebook is doing and others to do this kind of thing. Now, let me give you a couple of of stories that are out, and then I want to get to our topic today, which is about the 12-year-olds who are dying from the COVID shots, namely the Pfizer one, okay? Which is not, the one they're giving out is not approved. I still cannot get Pfizer to answer the question. I'm thinking about calling them today, not telling them I'm media, and just saying, you know, trying to get the lady to at least answer the question. Of course, I have to I have to sit online for like 12 or 15 minutes to hear their lady, their their script reader, read off what's obviously on their website. So anyway, there's the point. Let me get to let me give you a couple of things here. One is our friend Matt Trujillo. We're going to do an interview with Matt uh, later this morning, and uh, it's on his series on the repentance, the fight, and the build. So we're going to air that, Lord willing. Uh, should everything go okay on Thursday? Okay, so that's going to be a great one. Trust me. If you've not heard Matt Trujella, uh, author of The Doctrine of Lesser Magistrates, you don't want to miss that. This guy's a former gang member uh, in Detroit. I think it was Detroit. And he was converted, you know, just gloriously converted to Christ. Uh, has a tremendous heritage. Oh, that God would give me something like that. My daughter, I spoke with her the other day. She said, oh, if I could take care of this right here, I would have lots of babies, like more than you and mama did. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's get that taken care of so you guys can get busy with that. Anyway, um, one of the things he's putting on at the end of the month is called Learn From These Men Whom Have Dealt With Tyrants. And um, just going to, while we're doing this here, see if I can pull the volume down a little bit. And during this little promo here for what's taking place at the end of the month Matt is showing some of the people they've been in uh, been Zimbabwe uh, this guy Derek Carlson he's going to be at the event he's going to be speaking uh, there is a guy from Romania who has also faced food st- shortages and stuff like that Mike Brio uh, he escaped Romania under communism he's an expert in food survival and harsh conditions Um is America any different? No, it's not. Because, look, when the tyrant puts their boot down, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Christian? And here's the question that I have for you. How many pastors, how many elders in the churches, how many others who are Christian teachers teach their people to farm? How many people teach their people, or how many of those in authority in the Christian church, teach their their people how to be proficient with firearms? How many of those people in positions of authority encourage those things? How many of them teach their people uh, how to deal with things that when 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 there's a gas shortage and you can't be driving uh, your, your vehicle in the normal means that you can? How many of them teach, you know, prepping, as we've come to call it? The Bible knows everything about that. You remember Joseph in Egypt? He got the word from the Lord, there's going to be seven years of plenty, and then there's going to be seven years of what? Famine. 
And he went and told the Pharaoh, and the Pharaoh's like, God has given you this. He's, ex- he's, he's shown you this. And what happens? The Pharaoh tells Joseph, hey, you're in charge of making sure that we don't starve to death. That's basically what he's saying. And so what does David do? Or excuse me, what does Joseph do? Well, Joseph goes and he orchestrates the prepping, if you will, the saving of grains and other things, so that not only he ends up, the Bible says that he ends up saving the people of Egypt. He's a picture of Christ, if you will, but also the people in the surrounding areas. His own brothers come from another land down into Egypt to buy food. And again, we look back at God's providence. I mean, that is one of the most amazing stories in the Bible. His brothers despise him because his dad shows a special favor to Joseph he doesn't show to any of the other brothers. Gives him a coat of many colors. And the brothers are out to kill him. And you remember, I think it was Reuben who said, no, 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 let's not do that. He's, he's at least got a little bit of conscience. Let's put him in a pit and let's sell him to these guys you know, as a slave. We'll send him down to Egypt. Joseph faces you know, this betrayal by his brothers. And then he goes down to Egypt. He serves faithfully in Potiphar's house until his Potiphar's wife's got the hots for him and wants to go lay with him. And what does he do? <laughs> he runs so fast, he leaves his cloak behind in her hand. And then she accuses him of trying to rape her and all this. Gets thrown into prison. He's kind to the people there, the baker and the butler. He tells them what their dreams are. One, one of you guys, you're fixing to die. The next guy, you're fixing to be promoted. When you're promoted, don't, you know, don't forget me. He forgets him. And then l- later on when the Pharaoh has the... Uh, dream, he says, I know a guy who can tell you what the dream means. And Joseph comes in and he does what he does. The Bible says, you know, Joseph would later go on to tell his brothers, you meant what you meant for evil, selling me into slavery. God meant it for good. You see, God is in control. And when I say that, I'm not just whistling Dixie here. He is in control even of the evil actions and intents of men He has a good purpose in it. That's why it has a purpose. So if you're ever discouraged that somebody betrays you, if you're ever discouraged that somebody turns their back on you, this, that, and the other, realize that God has a good purpose in that. Okay? All right. A couple other things here, um, and then we're going to get to our topic here because I'm about halfway through. Um, This is from the other day. Shot effects. Emergency room overrun. Emergency rooms overrun with people suffering from sudden cardiac arrest. Have you ever seriously have Have you ever heard of these heart attacks? These inflammation of the heart and and stuff. The way you're hearing about it now. Ever. I, I just. I. You know. You would hear about people having a heart attack. Yeah. Sure. A lot of that has to do with. You know, what we eat and things of that nature. But these are coming in rapid succession. And I believe it's tied right back to the shot. I believe that's exactly what we're doing. The majority of people now who are going in the hospital, losing their lives, being injured, whatever, the the issue is they've taken these shots. They've taken the shots. Here's another one. The British Medical Journal says that Pfizer faked their quote-unquote vaccine data and trials. Now, isn't that interesting? 
they faked their data in their trials. RT says, leading medical journal, the BMJ, that's the British Medical Journal, has published an incendiary report. Incendiary. I don't know why they would want to use that. Uh, it, they've reported, they've reported uh, that they exposed fake data, blind trial failures, poorly trained vaccinators, and a slow follow-up on adverse reactions in the Phase 3 trial of Pfizer's COVID jab. Central to the expose is Brooke Jackson, who for two weeks served as regional director at Ventavia Research Group, the company contracted to assist with the pivotal trial. She provided the BMJ with dozens of internal company documents, photos, audio, record, audio recordings, and emails supporting her concerns. Jackson reveals that Ventavia staff, who conducted quality control checks, yeah, right, were overwhelmed by the volume of problems they were identifying. She repeatedly informed her superiors of poor lab management and patient safety and data integrity issues. In a cited internal document from August of 2020, uh, 2020, shortly after the Pfizer trial began, a Ventavia executive identified three site staff members with whom to go over e-diary issue, falsifying data, etc. One employee was said to have subsequently, quote, verbally counseled for changing data and, quote, not noting Late entry, end quote. So they're manipulating the data so that what? They can push it as safe and effective. These people are knowingly engaged in murder and attempted murder. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, okay? That's what they're doing. They're engaged in murder. An attempted murder. How many people who have took these shots have had cons- uh, informed consent as to what's in the shot? Because the people don't even know what's all in the shot. They haven't given us all the ingredients of what's in that shot. And then we know that Pfizer got an approval for an application for community. It's not on the U.S. market, but they let you think that the shot that they're giving out is fully approved by the FDA. It's not. It's not. They're liars, they're deceivers, they're murderers, they're like their daddy. He was a murderer and a liar from the beginning. And so that's what we're saying. Now, let's take a look at what's going on with 12-year-olds. Because now, the same Pfizer that is pulling this junk on their data that has, their shots have resulted in, who knows, hundreds of thousands of deaths, millions of adverse effects worldwide. And people can say, oh, well, it hasn't been proven it's the vaccine. You know what? I get what you're saying if you say that. But it didn't take a rocket scientist to figure out all this stuff wasn't happening 10 months, excuse me, 11 months ago. It wasn't happening until they started cranking out these shots. And then we started seeing some crazy reactions with people. Their skin were rotting. People were having to have their legs and arms amputated. Heart attacks. Death. 
just a, a number of side effects. And, and nobody's told any of this when they go get that shot. Nobody. In fact, if you have that, please hit the con. If somebody actually gave you informed consent and told you about the 400 adverse effects that happened from that shot, uh, please click on the contact button. Let me know. I'd love to hear your story. At sonslibertymedia.com. Click on that top of the page and, and send me an email. I'd love to hear it. I don't know of anybody who's being told that. It is a violation of the Nuremberg Code. That's international law. Now, I'm not a big fan of international law, but on that one, it makes good sense. It should be U.S. law. That's what it should be. Here's what we got, though. We've got two 12-year-old little girls. One of them was dead two days after getting the Pfizer COVID shot. Another 12-year-old is currently in the intensive care unit after she suffered heart problems following taking the shot. Now, I'm just going to tell you, if you're a person that says, well, you, this hasn't been proven, this hasn't so everybody's fine until they take this shot. And when they take this shot, they have all these problems. I mean, you, I, I just, I don't know what to say. You have to be a special kind of stupid to not put two and two together. You really do. So, Here's what we've got. The COVID blog, and uh, you know they're, they're very much like uh, the Health Impact News when it comes to this. They're, they're giving some information. They've been called fake news, whatever. You know, the people who are call, pointing the finger and calling fake news, they've been fake news since before it was uh, cool in the mainstream media to do, the Mockingbird media to do. Okay? Here's the first one. This is out of Germany. A 12-year-old girl from the district of Cuxhaven has died two days after receiving her second Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. Initial evidence suggests that there is a causal relationship with the shot. The district had decided to make the case public after rumors surfaced on social media. They're not rumors. The people know. <laughs> Look, whenever you get up in the morning, <clears throat> do your just do this. If you don't do it, do it for a week and, and see what I'm talking about. Now, I open up a number of browsers because I use different things. I And I'd, I'd rather just use one, to be honest with you. One that doesn't, you know, is using your resources up. But I, I open up a Chrome. I've got Firefox open and I've got Microsoft Edge. I, I hate, I despise Internet Explorer. I'm not a big fan of Edge, but I use them for different things. Okay. And so, and the reason I do that is so I can stay logged into certain things that I can't on others. If I log in there, I've got another account with it. So that's why I do it. When I open up Microsoft Edge, almost at least three or four times a week, there's some celebrity that's died. I don't idolize the celebrity, but I have made the point before. They're in a small group. They're not in a large group of people. I guess that's why they're considered celebrities. You call them they could refer to them as stars sometimes, okay? You will find that like three or four days out of the week, one of them has died suddenly. And most of the time, they have no reason for their death. Unknown causes. Never seen anything like it before. I just, I just haven't seen anything like it before. And we're not talking about, you know, just people getting to the end, you know, Later on in life, 70, 80, 90 years old, there are some of those. We're talking about people 40, 30, 20 that we're seeing 
who are dying suddenly of heart attacks, or we don't know what they died of. They just died suddenly. Yeah, right. Right. Okay? But here's this little girl, 12 years old. Her life's gone. Why? Why? And I'm not, I'm not going to try to beat up parents on this, okay? But because somebody didn't protect her from this. And now you know the story. They're going to try to give it to your kids in the public schools. I've been warning and warning and warning that you need to get your kids out of the public school. I can't do it, Tim. We've got too much. You better find a way. They're going to seek to sneak this in without your consent. And then what are you going to do? You're going to fuss and complain at the school board after your child's already been given this shot? Is that what you're going to do? No, 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 you don't need to be reactive to this. You need to be active. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 6. You're the one to educate your kids. You're the one to teach them the commands of God. You're the one to remind them of the wonderful works of God. But for that to happen, God's got to be your God first. The commands have to be in your heart first. And that's what that's that's the whole message that we've been given here, passing that on to the next generation, giving that to them. Let me go on with uh, what happened with this little girl. The district had decided to make the case public at the rumors surfaced on social media. The news comes just as as the U.S. has started vaccinating five to eleven year olds with the shot, same shot that killed this little girl, same one, same one that's killing and injuring who knows how many in Israel. And even the Israelis have come out, and and I'm not talking about their government. Our, you know, our governments across the world are the real problem. It's not the people. Most of the time, the people are just fine with other people in other lands, people within their own borders, for the most part. We just have prideful, arrogant, demonically led representatives, presidents, prime ministers, whatever the case may be in your particular country, who are out to do each other in so that they can have the preeminence. You know, it's, I want to be, they're, they're the Dr. Evil, if you will, of their respective countries. And they have no concern or care for the people. The Cuxhaven Health Department has ordered an autopsy, which has already taken place. According to the preliminary autopsy report done by experts from the Institute of Forensic Medicine at the University Medical Center Hamburg, Eppendorf, It was concluded that it is likely that her sudden death was due to the shot. The head of the health department in the district of uh, Cuxhaven, Kai Dane, I hope I pronounced the the name correctly, said, quote, we are confronted with a particularly tragic case here. Statistically, serious vaccination side effects resulting in death are extremely rare. No, they're not. They're... Well, I guess the serious vaccination side effects, and maybe those are, the actual death are probably rare compared to the number of people they give the shots to. I, okay, so I, I'm corrected on that. Resulting in death are extremely rare, but 100% of the family is ruthlessly affected. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Here's another story. Another 12-year-old girl. This one from Thailand. Again, from the COVID blog. 12-year-old girl in Thailand is fighting for her life in an ICU 
after suffering heart complications caused by the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. The 12-year-old grade 6 pupil, who is a student at Wat Don Sai School, received her shot on October the 19th. Several days later, she complained to her mother about chest pain and shortness of breath. Her symptoms gradually worsened, and she was hospitalized at Ratchaburi Hospital. She was then transferred to the Children's Hospital in Bangkok, where she's currently intubated on a ventilator. Well, that's probably not a good thing. The heartbroken mother posted a message on Facebook yesterday with a picture of her daughter receiving the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine at Chet Samian Samian, uh, Hospital. She said, quote, My 12-year-old daughter is now in the ICU. A ventilator is required after she was diagnosed with coronary thrombosis. Haven't we heard that before? Wasn't that what Nurse Erin talked about? Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. Out of New York, the, the Florida nurse who went up to New York to help out, and she was talking about those kinds of things. This occurred less than a week after she was vaccinated. She was always a strong child. What have we heard? You put them on a ventilator, you're, you're basically hastening their death. You put them on res, res, what's that stuff? remdesivir, you're basically hastening the person's death. You're not treating them. You're, you're doing exactly what Fauci did with AZT on the AIDS patients. You're hastening their death. You're not healers. You're killers. And you can be mad at me if you're a nurse or a doctor out there and you're doing this kind of stuff all you want to. It doesn't change the fact that that's what you're doing. And you should be held accountable. And I'm telling you, when I say it's going to hit the fan... You've got 12-year-olds dying, being put in ICU, being put on a ventilator. This poor girl, unless somebody gets in there, I don't have much hope for her. They're doing for her what they did did for the people in New York last year, which killed them. You start dealing with the children, and I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm going to say from my neck of the woods, Okay? I know there's some strange stuff that goes on in our world today where parents don't have any natural affection at all for their kids. You do this kind of stuff down in my neck of the woods, there's going to be a group of daddies that's going to come hunt you down. They're going to come find you. It's coming, I'm telling you. Tim, are you advocating violence? Let me tell you something. What do you do if somebody comes up and starts pushing your kid around and yelling at them, maybe punches them. What do you do? You stand back and say, I'm not going to be violent. Excuse me? You're not. Then you don't have any love for your kid. You will interpose yourself if you love your kid. You will. Same thing happens with, you know, somebody comes up doing that to your wife. You're going to interpose yourself against them to stop that from happening. And now they're pushing this on 5 to 11-year-olds? First of all, if you're a parent who takes your kid to get that shot, I mean, really, you, you need to seriously look at what you're doing to your kids. My guess is they're going to try to sneak this in in the public school, in your daycare. And that's not far out. We've already seen where they've done it. We've seen where they've done it in Australia. And, and what does the health minister say? So what? We, we gave, you know, accidentally gave, accidentally, right. 
uh, 150 students or whatever the number was, uh, the shot. Move on. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you, as a redneck dad down here, you do something like that, we're going to have a problem. We're going to have a big problem. In fact, you're going to have a problem if you're doing it. You're going to have a big problem. As in, you may not have any more problems ever again. You say, Tim, that's unbiblical. Have you guys read your Bible? <laughs> have you read what God said about such things? Doing such things to people? Well, he didn't talk about vaccine. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about where you're going in a jurisdiction you have no business in, and you're committing a crime in the name of safety and health. No, you don't have that authority. Sorry, you don't have it. That's mom and dad. That's their jurisdiction. And again, I point back to Deuteronomy 6. Whose jurisdiction is it in the home? It is dad's. It is the father. It is the husband. He is the head of the home. I know a lot of you people out there who bought into the sexist stuff, the feminization, and you know the trans whatever kind of stuff, thinking everybody's roles can be just mixed together and there's really not any guys and there's really not any girls. We're just all sort of binary, amorphous, whatever. Blobs of flesh. That is foolishness. It leads to destruction is what it does. But concerning these kids, what has Jesus said? I mean, look. I think that when Jesus is talking about... You remember the disciples wanted to keep the little ones from him. They used the term brethos in there. He's talking about children. Brethos, this means even infants. Born and unborn, it can, be, it can relate to both of them. Don't keep them away from me. What are you doing? Let them come to me. Let them come to me. And he warns that if somebody causes a little one to stumble... Now, I don't think he has in mind vaccines and stuff like this. I don't think that's what he's talking about. I think he's talking about teaching them that the God who called their forefathers out, who made a covenant with them, they're in that covenant. Don't keep them out of that. Don't, don't deprive them of the benefits of the covenant of God. Don't do that. Let them hear the word of God. What did we see in the Old Testament? We saw where the, where the priest would get up, I believe it was in Ezra. He would get up. They constructed a pulpit, what we would call a pulpit. He stood there all day, and the men and the women came, and so did the children, even the suckling babes those who were nursing at their, at their mother's breast, came and they sat there for, or they stood there, stood there for hours to hear the man of God read the word of God, the law of God. And the Bible says that once they had heard it, they were cut to the heart, they wept and they repented. And as they were weeping and repenting, the men came around and said, get up, okay, we've repented, Let's go celebrate God's goodness to us in forgiving our sins. You see, this is the problem that we have. For, we can't. We want to celebrate, but we don't want to do the first part. No repentance. No mourning over our sin. No crying out to God to help us defeat our sin. It's already defeated, but practically speaking, we got to work out our fear, as Bradley mentioned yesterday in the show, we have to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. 
That's what the issue is. And so when we got this coming on our kids, when these things were put out on our kids, <laughs> you're right, Eric. If we follow the Bible, we're going to need more stones. You're exactly right. And some people may think that's harsh. It's mean. It's cruel. No. It's a mercy to your kids. It's a mercy to everyone who doesn't, who hasn't taken the time to see the information that you have, that you've heard at least on this show and probably other shows that you've taken. The audience here is not stupid. I don't think that at all. Most of you know far more than what I know and I bring to you every day. You're, many of you are sending me stuff. Now, some of you are sending me stuff that's just depressing, and I wish you'd stop. Because <laughs> you never have any hope. There's no hope in what you're presenting to me every day. Pin the tail on the Antichrist. Show me what the mark of the beast is. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, oh, stop. Where's your hope? Is our father not the same great father that gave David the victory over Goliath? Did, did God somehow change? No, he didn't. Is our Father not the same God who delivered the people of Israel from bondage in Egypt, defeating all of the gods of Egypt through the plagues and showing that he was the true God, parting the seas, allowing his people to walk across on dry land to escape the armies of Pharaoh, and once they were safe, closing the waters back over those armies and destroying the entire army of Egypt? You know, if you go back and you do the history now, they used to think it was Ramesses. You know, you, you've seen the Ten Commandments, right? Yule Brenner is in there. They used to think it was Ramesses. There's a different guy, and I forget the guy's name that they named, um, but Penguin Books came out with it. it. This was several years ago. This is probably 20 years ago at least. Well, they came out and they, they discovered that there was another guy. It was actually another guy in another time uh, than what they had thought, and it was interesting because... Immediately following what they thought was this Red Sea incident where God destroyed the, the armies of Pharaoh, there was a neighboring army that marched in and took over Egypt without firing a shot. Why? They didn't have an army. It was They were all in the Red Sea. Let me ask you something. Is our father the same God that raised the Lord Jesus from the dead? Yep, he sure is. He hasn't changed one bit. Is he the same God who saw all of the disciples and filled them with the Holy Spirit in such a way that they were able to stand for the testimony they bore about the Lord Jesus Christ, even unto death, except for John? And even John, we're told, was dropped into a pot, a pot of boiling oil. Men don't do that for lies. They don't. That they had nothing to gain from it and everything to lose, at least here on this earth. Everything to gain in the in, in heaven. That's no no doubt about it. Is he still the same God? Yep. Is he still the same God that protects your brothers and sisters in foreign lands from tyrants? Is he the one who gives them courage and hope in the midst of being imprisoned? Tortured? Having their stuff stolen? Constantly beaten, 
or mistreated? Yep, same God. Same God. But we've forgotten that. You say, Tim, you're one of these, and I can hear people, you're one of these guys, you know, you're, you, you talk about Presbyterianism, you talk about the text, you, you know, it's really heady, and yeah, it is. How does God get it into your heart? comes right through the ears. That's why you need a preacher, right? Isn't that what Paul says? How can they believe if they don't hear? And how can they hear if, they, if there's not a preacher that's sent to them? What does that preacher do? He preaches the Word of God. And the Word of God is what gives faith as God determines to give it. Because here's the thing, and this, this is, goes to the troll that we've had in, in Rumble here. Over that we mentioned yesterday. You are what you are. When we say, I am what I am by the grace of God, that's not just a cliche. The fact of the matter is, whatever we are, we owe to God. We owe to Him. We didn't somehow one day wake up magically and say, oh, I'm just going to be a Christian. No, that's not the way it works. We didn't all of a sudden become enlightened on our own or muster up our own faith to do that. Nope. The Bible says that God grants repentance. He grants faith because not all men have faith. And even among those who have faith, they have different measures of faith, the Bible tells us. So not everybody has that. So what are we to do? Well, we're to be those who are to be like our Father. Jesus says that you're to be perfect in, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. What does that mean? Because none of us can be perfect, right? I mean, I think we all agree on that. We've done screwed that up from the beginning. We were conceived in sin, is what David tells us. So we're already, by nature, we're lawbreakers. We sin because we're sinners. We're not sinners because we sin. We're, I mean, look, one preacher said it this way. He says, if you took a little baby and you just you know, fed him, that's all you never instructed him, never corrected him. You would grow a little savage. How many of you know exactly what I'm talking about? You've had kids. And you see them, like in their helplessness, and they're kicking and screaming. And sometimes when they just get bent and they'll bow up and all that stuff. And there's just this rage coming out of this little, what we perceive as innocent little baby, right? There's this rage that comes out of them at times. That is the sin nature exposing itself, even in the midst of what we perceive as innocent. Uh, this is available for everybody to see, but people want to deceive themselves into thinking, no, it's not there, they're just this, that, and the other. And sometimes, um, you know, kids get sick and they hurt, and I get that. But sometimes it's really the sin nature exposing itself for what it is. And left unchecked, they're going to grow up, and they're going to be really bad off. So, real quickly, um, you know, we have this going on. Let me let me bring you over just to this, um, just if I can get it in. We've just got a couple of minutes here left. And uh, this gentleman here, his son was not 12, but he was 16. And he testified before this little Senate panel, uh, Senator's panel, Ron Johnson, uh, last week. Take a listen to this. I'm from Edinburgh, Texas. Um, and we're going to run over just a little bit. Excuse me. I was the father of a 16-year-old son. 
a single parent. I raised my boy since he was a baby. He meant the world to me. I got the vaccine to protect my son. And uh, after in March, April, they're announcing how it was safe for teenagers. Me and my son have never been apart. We're always together. He was my best friend. I always told him it was me and you against the world. <sighs> he was a good, he, he, at the age of seven, he wanted to play baseball. So I ended up coaching Little League Baseball for seven years. He was a, a heck of a baseball player. Then he was telling me he, he wanted to join the Air Force. So I said, good, that's good. I'll back you up on anything you want to do. He joined ROTC in high school. He was always full of smiles. Anybody that knew my son would see he was happy. I wasn't rich, but I gave him everything he wanted. We didn't lack for anything. We used to go fishing, camping, do everything. We got the Pfizer vaccine because I thought it was to protect him. I thought it was the right thing to do. It was like playing Russian roulette. My government lied to me. They said it was safe. Now I go home to an empty house. Well, I used to get, wake him up, I'd give him a hug and a kiss, tell him I'm going to school, don't miss school. I'd get home from work, he'd come running out, he knew when I'd get home, he'd come running out, give me a hug, I'd give him a kiss, a hug, what do you want to go eat today? Like I said, he was my baby boy. Everybody knew, we're always together. Like I said, next week is his birthday. You know what? I better celebrate his birthday. At. We're going to be like, uh, we're going to continue just a couple of minutes and we'll let this play. And then um, if you guys want to join us, sonslibertymedia.com, right side of the page. Join us there. All right. I want to welcome everybody coming over. And I don't know why this thing does this, but uh, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And yes, I, I'm moved by it too, guys. I He wanted to do what he thought was right. And I'm not going to pick on Mr. Ramirez. He's got enough heartache as it is. But you know, the Bible tells us there's a way that seems right to man. The end there leads to death. Can't tell you how many times I've made stupid decisions, very stupid ones that were very costly. And in many ways, God protected me from the full consequences of some of those decisions. I'm just going to let Mr. Ramirez finish his testimony here about what happened to his son. While well, everybody, once we leave here, they're going to forget about what we're doing or what they talk about, what we said here. 
They're going to be enjoying time with their family and kids. Thanksgiving, I'm going to spend at the cemetery. Christmas at that cemetery. They need to quit pushing this on their children. I'm, I lost mine. Y'all need to protect yours. They're, they're, they're trying to target the 5 to 12-year-olds. We're going to have more deaths in our hands than they planned. And they say, it's worth the risk. It wasn't worth the risk to me. Amen. My son was a world. He meant the world to me. Amen. They could never give him back to me. That's all I want is my son back. So don't make the mistake I did. I did it because I thought it was the correct thing to do. It wasn't. It was not. Like I said, I've always said I love the hell out of my country, but I don't trust my government anymore. Amen. I'm here because I'm Junior's voice. I'm doing this in my son's honor. If I can protect one or two children, that means the world to me. And I'm going to continue this fight. I don't know why I ended up here. Something told me to come here. And I know this is not my, the end of the road for me. I'm going to continue. I'm, I'll find out where the next stop is. We need to protect our children. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Mr. Johnson, thank you. I really appreciate you talking to me and helping everybody, not just me, everybody, every one of us that's going through this deal. I mean, like I said, what they did to my son, they knew what was happening. I consider that murder. Because in December 17th, 2020, they did a study, and they knew they caused heart conditions in teenagers. Why wasn't this information released until October 1st this year? If we would have known this, my son would be here with me. So I figured, like I said, they murdered my son. And the other people that are suffering, these kids, with all these side effects, that's child abuse right there. I mean, why isn't something being done? I mean, this should be pushed. We don't let anybody hurt our children. We put our lives in front of our children. Why, why are they doing this to our kids, man? Like I said, I have nothing else to live, uh, lose. I mean, everybody needs to stand up with me. We all need to fight together. At least make a, do better tests to make sure we're not going to hurt any more children. I'm sorry, thank you. All right, there's uh, Mr. Ramirez, and uh, yeah. If that doesn't move you, you don't have a heart in you. But he's right. He hasn't lost hope. For him, this is a crusade now. He's driven by it. Watch in the coming days. He's going to be an outspoken guy about it. I hate the heartache he's going through. I, I hate what happened to his son. This is what the devil does. He lies to us. He deceives us. He steals from us. He kills. This is what the Bible says. This is, again, God's word is very relevant here. And his kids are just like him. 
These people at these companies, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson has a long history of just being corrupt as the day is long. Knowingly putting things in their products that cause cancer and telling everybody it's safe. And all of them are promoting the lie that these shots are safe and effective. They're neither. They're neither. And they demonstrate it by what they're doing. Oh, now we need, what, what are we up to, four or five boosters, something like that? Because we're showing it's not effective. Now, we told you that last year. They're not safe. There's nothing in them that's conducive to our health. And this is what's going on. When government tells you something about your health, they're out of their jurisdiction. When they tell you something about science, they are out of their jurisdiction. And you should tell them where they could shove their opinion. Literally, you should tell them that. It's none of their business. But I'm telling you, pharmaceutical companies, hear me. If somebody pushes this out to them, hear me, hear me now. The people are going to come for you. They're going to come for you. They're going to have their time of mourning. There's no question about that. They're going to come for you. You politicians who've been accepting the bribes for your campaign so you can remain in power in D.C., they're going to come for you too. They're going to come for you. Mockingbird Media, you've been receiving your advertising from that and saying, oh, this is just business as usual, and you won't tell the truth about what's going on with people like Mr. Ramirez and others, people are going to find you too. They're going to find you. And it's not going to be pretty. Because at that point, the people aren't going to be looking for justice. They're going to want justice, don't get me wrong. They're going to be looking to unvent their anger. I'm not saying it's right, okay? But their desire for justice is exactly right. The Bible says that vengeance is God's. There's no question about it. But what are the means that God uses to do that? You better think long and hard pushing this narrative. Calling something that's not a vaccine a vaccine. Telling people it's safe and effective while literally tens of thousands of people in this country alone, if not hundreds of thousands... Or millions, who knows? I did a show on that, showing you the study, showing you what VAERS had put out. We could literally be looking at 2 million people, almost 2 million people, who've been killed by the shot that nobody's reporting. In fact, if anybody out there listens to the Mockingbird media at all, if you, I mean, if you turn on your Fox News, your CNN, or whatever you're turning on, maybe you're one of those <laughs> little over half a million people who actually watch CNN during primetime, or MSLSD, or whatever the case may be, whatever you're watching. The question then is, do you hear anything about any of this? Do you hear about the injuries? Do you hear about the deaths? Do you hear about the amputations? Do you hear about the rotting flesh on some people who get the shots? Any of this stuff. Do you hear about it? Nope, don't hear a thing about it. And then when you go over to people like Alan Dookie over at Lead Stories, and the rest of these self-appointed third-party, bought-and-paid-for fact-checkers. Do you hear it from them? Nope, don't hear it from them either. They're putting up the front, too. Guess what? Guys, the people are going to come for you, too. They're going to come for you.
I'm not making a threat. I'm just telling you, you go back in history and you look at when the tyranny comes down, the people are not going to sit there and listen to your excuses for why you did what you did. Mr. Ramirez is right on point. They told me it was safe, that it was effective, and it was neither. And now, his 16-year-old boy is dead. Think about that. Think about it. It's coming. If you're still in this, pushing this stuff, the message for you today is to come clean and to repent of it. I don't care if you have to lose your job. Lots of people are losing their job because the government and and fascist corporations are trying to push the deadly poison that you manufacture, you sell, you market, you do all this stuff, and you promote. You better get out of it. You better come clean now. Because it's fixing to hit the fan. They're putting this stuff out to 5 five to 11-year-olds. And you can bet your bottom dollar they're going to sneak it in on you parents continuing to give your kids to the public schools. You can, you can count on it. Mark it down. That's gonna, they're already having stories where they're doing this. They're having stories where you go into a, a Walgreens or a Rite Aid or a CVS and you ask for a flu shot. Not that I'm promoting that either. And they're giving you the COVID shot. You don't think they're going to stick your kids with this in school without your permission? You are sadly mistaken. And it could be a very deadly consequence to your kid. Guys, the hope is in Christ. First, repent of your own sin. Be reconciled unto God through the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no means of being reconciled to God. You don't get that through Muhammad. You don't get it through the Bhagavad Gita. You don't get it through any other religion in the world. You don't get it through Rome and their you know, priests and popes. You don't get it through that. You get it through the one mediator, the Lord Jesus Christ. Period. That's who you get, that's who you get reconciliation to God with. That's it. You better get that one right first. And then follow him. He'll lead you into all truth. That's what the scripture says. Because he sent us the Holy Spirit in order that he may lead us into all truth. And part of that is bringing justice against the ungodly, the wicked in our society. Guys, have a great day. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And uh, tomorrow, Rotten to the Core Wednesday with a Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Till then, see you.